mental hospital. I remember what they saw that so horrified the astronauts. The backside of the moon was missing. They were looking into the concave half-ball of the front side of the moon, which was made of canvas stretched over an elaborate superstructure of two-by-fours nailed together like the scaffolds that held up roller coasters from that era. Who stole the back of the moon? This sci-fi story from my childhood also tells the story of America today on the verge of the crash of 2016. On the surface, everything seems okay. Our politicians still talk about promise, hope, and change, and we applaud and feel inspired. The world still uses our money. We still have the strongest military in the world, and our standard of living is still far better than the third world's though worse than most of the developed worlds. We're still by far the wealthiest nation in the world, with too many billionaires to count. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Charles and David Koch, Mark Zuckerberg, and so on. We still have civility in the streets. We have reality TV and fancy, gas-guzzling cars. We still vote, those with a driver's license and birth certificate can, at least, As long as you don't look too closely at our nation, things seem under control. The United States looks whole. The economically, militarily, and scientifically superior United States, as we've come to know it in the past 80 years, seems intact. Not only for the whole world to see from afar, but also for those of us who live here. But when you go around to the dark back side of the nation, you see the shocking truth. There you see a nation whose core fundamentals have been hollowed out, replaced by balsa wood stilts and wrapped in a frayed canvas of nationalism and bravado, a cloak similar to that worn by nearly every great superpower that has ever existed on the planet just before its own eventual collapse. Unlike the canvas moon, the United States was once full and complete. Many of us still have memories of that golden age of the middle class throughout the 1940s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. But today that middle class, like the canvas moon, has been hollowed out. The middle class neighborhoods still exist across America, but they're teetering on stilts of mortgage and credit card debt. As then Labor Secretary Robert Reich testified before Congress in 1994, the net national savings rate which was at a relatively robust 8.2% of GDP during the 1970s, has dropped to a barely visible 1.8% as of the early 1990s. That was just a decade and a half into the Reagan Revolution. Today it's far worse. The AP headline from February 11, 2009, says it all. Americans have negative savings rate. Hollowed out, too, is our nation's democracy. The spectacle of national elections confronts us every other year, but behind the pomp and circumstance, our democracy has corroded into an oligarchy. As billionaires finance their own political candidates, and corporate-funded think tanks do the work once reserved for elected representatives of writing and passing legislation. Stripped clean and hollowed out, the United States is more vulnerable today than it's ever been including during the Great Depression and Civil War. Those fortified pillars that supported a booming middle class are stolen, and without them, America teeters on the verge of the next great crash.
the crash. Ultimately, this is a story of how America was dragged into the crash of 2016. We are standing today at the edge of the fourth great crash and war in American history. The previous three, each about 80 years apart, were gut-wrenching in their horror and bloodshed, but they ultimately transformed America in ways that made this a greater and more egalitarian nation. Thomas Jefferson predicted them, as he had lived through one here and observed another sputter and fail in France. Periodic revolutions were necessary for America, or any democratic society, to flourish and grow, he said. And if they were stalled or blocked, then the ensuing crisis would be all the more intense. Jefferson said it best, If this avenue of periodic revolution be shut to the call of sufferance, it will make itself heard through that of force.